to you and you and you it's been a busy monday in the 90 day fiance realm and family and if you haven't checked out some of the posts that i've made today about uh muhammad and eve then you are behind there is a lot going on with those two and it's just been breaking news all over the international like viral 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 so definitely make sure you you check that out um we're gonna do some housekeeping uh, support the show. You know, I'm trying to do some more things with the show and it's only with your support that I can do that. So super chat, super stickers, super thanks are available. Um, you know, if you feel led, feel free. And at the bottom of your screen, you can see where you can also support the show. Uh, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Linda is so girly. Uh, anything and everything is appreciated. Crystal said, there's a lot going on in general facts. There's so much going on. It's been such, I was like, how is it already six o'clock? I have been doing all the voiceovers, all the things. And now it's like six o'clock and I have like two shows to do today. So let me try to get my life together. That being said, we are covering 90 day fiance UK version season one, episode five. I've done nothing wrong. So, y'all, okay. Y'all, honestly, I really can't figure out Richard. I can't figure out whether he's trying to be a caricature of himself and he's trying to be like Big Ed slash Jesse slash Andrew from Andrew and Amira or if that's his real personality. But whatever it is, he's super obnoxious and, and, you know, I think that he's wondering like why people are not totally like jumping on him and following him on social media and doing all the things because he comes across as a total ass. And everyone's like, oh no, like that caricature gets canceled immediately, if not sooner. Look at Andrew. I had to literally think about what Amira's partner's name was because Andrew's out of the 90 day fiance realm because he was he was so obnoxious and I feel like Richard's going down that 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 path and do you guys think that if you do let me know in the live chat let me know in the replay but like something about him is just not sitting well and I think that the the fans are like mm, it's not sitting well with me so anyways Richard and Kathleen um, are gonna meet up so he is on his way to the Philippines. And he's driving. He's like, goodbye, Preston, where he lives. Goodbye, Tree. Goodbye, Pub. Goodbye, Chinese Takeaway. Goodbye, Manchester. And hello, Adventure. Right? So he seems to be excited to see his girlfriend of, you know, three years. He hasn't seen her in three years, right? Because of the pandemic and all this stuff. So they flash forward to her 24 hours ahead. And she's also packing. And she's excited. She's nervous to see him. She has mixed emotions because it's been three years. And she's talking to her brother. And she's like, hey, listen, 
we're going to spend two nights in a hotel and then we'll come back to the house. And it's really important that he bonds with the family because his dad, her dad still thinks that he's a sex tourist. So he's not for it, right? The dad's not on board with any of this at all. And so he needs to make a good impression. And as she's talking to her, her brother, she's like, you know, if he doesn't make a good impression or if dad doesn't like him, but she calls him Papa, if Papa doesn't like him, that changes everything because this relationship may be over because you have to also remember that he's cheated on her. He's cheated on her before and, and uh, she's not for it. What am I missing here? Woot. In the spirit of where these folks are, I just passed the midwifery, midwifery exam to get licensed over in the UK versus just in the US. Congratulations, Crystal. That's fantastic. I'm so excited for you. Uh, you're amazing. And I'm so excited for whatever this next chapter is for you. So yay, everyone say congratulations to Crystal. Um, so the dad, you know, still doesn't know if he's, a, if Richard's a sex tourist or not. And basically Kathleen's like, if, if, if Papa doesn't like him and it doesn't work out, then that changes everything. This relationship may be over. And she tells her brother about Richard's naked quiz and how she wasn't, she was really upset about it. She wasn't for it. And he didn't talk to her about it and all of the things. And, you know, at the end of the day, she hopes Richard behaves himself when he's here, right? Because he has a lot riding on it. He does, he may not know that, but he has a lot riding on it in the sense that if her parents, especially her dad, is not for him, then she's not going to move forward in this relationship. So she's nervous. She hopes that there's no more cheating issues because, you know, he's cheated on her in the past. And she's on her way to the airport. They get to the airport and she's waiting for him. She meets up and Richard has this, you guys, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I know fashion because I've been in the fashion industry for, for many, many years. I live in a fashion capital. But this fool had like a full tie-dye outfit on from the 70s. So like a tie-dye shirt and a tie-dye pants on. And I was like, um... What? Where did you find it? Did you make this? Did you find this? And I know on his social media, he posted that he gets his stuff from a specific brand. But I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Like being, what, 41 years old, I, I feel like, I don't know, you guys. I feel like he's living in the past or something. The, the outfit was just not a good look, in my opinion. It was not flattering. It was not, it was just not, it was just not a good look. So anyways... He's wearing this tie-dye outfit and um, they meet up. They both feel like nothing has changed in their relationship. She feels like he looks the same and they embrace, they kiss and it's all the same. She starts crying because she's so happy to see him after three years. And so then they go off to their hotel because remember they're sp spending two nights in a hotel and she's expecting a romantic first gesture, right? It's been three years. I haven't seen you. You're supposed to be my man. So I'm hoping for, and she's hoping for, um, roses, dinner, a romantic night. But that is not what he had in mind. And again, this whole 
this whole version of of Richard that he's like presenting, which is like the narcissist slash um like I'm the man, you're the woman, and the woman has to do everything for me, like the very like stereotypical roles in relationships. That's where he is, right? So she's expecting this big romantic gesture and he's not. So he comes into the room that they've they've um rented he's topless and says you know it's been a long day and can i get a massage and she gives him like a look but then she still does the massage right and he's like you know i've missed her i've missed her because she's always happy to treat me like a king and then i thought about that comment i was like this fool is like he wants her to work. He wants her to be his enslaved worker where she does everything to make him feel better. So if he needs a massage, dishes washed, kitchen cleaned, laundry done, all the things, that's how he's looking at her. Like she's his worker. Oh, plus I'll give you sex whenever I feel like giving you sex. But in the meantime, I need a massage because I took this long flight here and I'm tired. And I was just like, oh, Oh, hey, Auntie. Hey, just wanted to drop by and so support before I go live. Love you. Love you too, Auntie. We have to go live sooner than later. We have lots to talk about. Uh, everyone definitely hit up Auntie's advice. She is amazing. Um, so she gives him this massage and guess what? He falls asleep. And she's disappointed because she was expecting a romantic night. And instead she's getting an early night where he just falls asleep. So she's super disappointed. And he takes off his shorts or whatever he was wearing. And first question I had was, hey, did you shower? Like, did you shower after that long 24 hour trip? Or are you just like jumping into the bed all nasty like that after you, oh, I just, I just feel like he gives like that nasty vibe. So anyways, he takes off his shorts. He has these British panties and that's the only like speedos slash panties slash spanks. I don't know what they were, but they had the British flag on them. I was like, oh, wow. Like he really is doing the most right now. Doing the most like between that and not knowing if he like showered after a long trip. I was like, oh, this is a hot mess right now. So he falls asleep. That's the first night. Can you imagine? You haven't seen your bae for three years. And the first night he's like, oh, by the way, I need you to give me a massage. And oh, thanks for the massage. I'm going to pass out now. Am I in the wrong for thinking that that's fucked up? Someone tell me because I just feel like, wow, that's super selfish of him. He's only thinking of himself. So the next day, uh, they're going to get couples tattoos. And they've decided that they're going to get camels. So the whole camel toe situation, if you've seen anything about his social media, he posted a bunch of stuff about camel toes and pictures of camel toes. Um, But they're getting camels with a king and queen crown on them. 
and it's like a bonding experience he says to them and listen here we go so we've got two camels one of the things i want to say right off the bat you guys is both of them really needed to think about what they were doing like he needed a pedicure and she needed a pedicure how y'all gonna go on international tv with jacked up toes and showing us your your camel toes hot mess i was distracted because you guys i tell you i get distracted by certain things his feet look fucked up and her feet look fucked up like omg omg how, how sister friend kathleen this is not a good look. I would rather you have no polish on than chipped up crazy polish. And Patrick, it looks like you have like callus upon callus upon callus upon callus. Like what is happening here? It's distracting me from the two tattoos that you guys think like, oh, it's very couplish. It's bonding you guys together. And, you know, you want to make sure that moving forward, this is a bonding experience. I mean, come on now. Christine says, hey, hey, girl, hey. She says, oh, man, camel toes. I didn't think of that. Why you? It's, just all, it's all just a lot. Like, it's all just a lot. And if you see his social media, he actually posts pictures of women and camel toes so he had a whole situation i'm sure this was his idea that's all i know so kathleen's like you know we got these matching tattoos it's really bonding us as a couple so i'm hoping there's going to be no more stupid things like cheating she said right we are bonded together forever now and from getting this whole situation down oh omg um, they decided, did I only take one picture? I'm so surprised by that because I was really disgusted. Um, from there, they go mattress shopping and they're going mattress shopping. Oh yeah, I knew I took two pictures. So here's the other one. It's, it's very similar, but like, come on now, you guys. Look at that. Look at that. Like, I love... I love the idea. I think it's cute. I just think that it just, it could have been better. It could have been better. So from getting those matching couples tattoo, they decide that they're going to get some mattresses. So they're mattress shopping because Kathleen sleeps on a mattress on the floor and Pat, excuse me, Richard feels like he won't be able to sleep on that. So he wants to upgrade her British style and get some mattresses so that he can sleep comfortably. So they get to the mattress store and he's all over the place. She's embarrassed because in the Philippines, they don't play with mattresses, she says. So they don't lay on the mattresses. They don't roll around. They don't jump on all the things. They just really ask the salespeople about the mattresses, but that's not, you know, his British ways. So, He wants to make sure that he gets a mattress that he can sleep on, that he's comfortable with, and that it can, quote, 
literally quote you guys, stand the test of big and little Ricky. And he decided that he was going to explain what big and little Ricky was. So big Ricky is his belly, right? So we saw him take off his shirt the night before when he was in his British panties and, you know, he has a stomach and then, but little Ricky, which, you know what? Good on him that he realizes that he's not, he doesn't have a baby leg. Like he knows what he's working with. And clearly he's not working with a lot because he literally calls his eggplant little Ricky and little Ricky. So he wanted to make sure that this mattress can accommodate his big stomach and his little penis. We're all grown here. So he's going around the mattress room. He finds like this bunk bed situation and he jumps on the bunk bed. I thought the whole thing was going to like collapse, but it didn't. And his whole situation is like, let's buy this. Let's buy the bunk beds because we can put the bunk beds beside each other while I'm here and we can sleep side by side. And then when we leave, your family can like make it bunk beds again and they'll have places to sleep. And she was like super impressed with it. She was like, oh my God, he's thinking of me. He's thinking of our future and he's changed. He's just like the best. And I was like, really, really? Like you're impressed by the bunk bed situation? Cause, okay. So after tattoos, matching tattoos, after mattress shopping, they end up at a bar because, you know, Richard likes to drink. And so they go to the bar and she's kind of forgiven him, but she hasn't forgotten about the cheating, right? So she wants to question him about the naked quiz situation um, because she didn't think it was a good idea. And even though she thinks that he's a good guy and he's kind hearted, he sometimes doesn't think in her mind. So it was not okay with her that he did that. And so she wanted to talk about it. So She's like, did you ask my permission or how I'd feel about you doing this situation? And he's like, you know what? The money was good, though. And she's like, well, I'm not about just the money. And he's like, well, you know, I can do anything naked and crazy, but you can't. Because I'm all about making the money. And if you want to go ahead and ask me for, like, this nice handbag or whatever you need, then I'm going to need to make money. And that pissed her off because she's like, I'm not superficial like that. I don't care about the material things. I can buy my own stuff. Cause don't forget that she's like a nurse tech. So she's like, listen, I don't need your money. I've never asked you for anything. I've never asked you for money. I've never asked you for not a dime. So for you to come at me like, Oh, Hey, I'll do what I want to do because you're going to ask me for something. It's not appropriate. So she was really disappointed and he he felt a little bad, right? He felt a little bad um, and said, you know, he's, he's money motivated and she's not money motivated. And she's like, well, listen, to me, what you did is, is very close and not too far from being a prostitute. And he's like, oh, you're taking it out of control. You're taking it out of control. It's too much, blah, blah, blah. But you could tell in his heart, he was like, oh, I get it. Like, I should have consulted her and said, hey, this is what I'm doing and why I'm doing it because it's going to be a lot of money, but he didn't do that. At the end of the day, he's like, you know, I need to make money. 
and making money makes my life better and it will make your life better. So what do you guys think? Do you think that he should have consulted his girlfriend of three years or should he just do what, what he needs to do for business? Definitely let me know in the live chat. Christine says, you have to pay me a lot to be in a room of those naked people. Listen, y'all. I wonder if I still have some pictures because, woo, if you didn't see that episode, you were missing out. I don't have, oh, I do. I do, I do, I do. (laughs) So if you missed out on, on the episode where it was all the naked people that were doing trivia here's one of them where you see these guys are clearly older with nipple piercings all the things it was a whole lot for us to deal with and then this dude naked but his teeth and it was a whole thing it was like a lot to deal with and then Richard posing naked, which again was a lot to deal with. So it it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. But I guess Richard felt like he was making enough money that he would be like, hey, it's worth it to me. And I'm going to go ahead. (laughs) Diamond girl. (laughs) Ah, Diamond girl. So, you know, it is what it is. That happened. And Kathleen wasn't for it. And Kathleen said, you know, at the end of the day, we need to discuss the type of events that you host and how you host them. Because if I was to go out to do the same thing, you wouldn't appreciate it. And he even said the same thing. He's like, well, what I do, you can't do. I can be naked and and have all the fun, but you can't do those same things, which, you know. Sounds like a double standard to me. Alejandro and Katie. We love Alejandro and Katie. I think Katie's adorable. I think she's a little bit sheltered in her life and um, stuck in routine, but I really am enjoying these two. So will Katie move to Mexico? That is the problem. Alejandro wants her to move to Mexico And Katie wants him to move to the UK. And so that's where they are. But all the other stuff, like the relationship and how it's growing and developing, that is not a concern for either of them. They clearly love each other, right? So they're still at the market. They're trying to get lunch. And Katie's not really down for street food. Because in her words, she doesn't know where the food has come from. And also he wanted to show her a little bit of the Mexican culture and a lot of it has to do with like seafood and she doesn't eat quote anything out of the sea, but he wants her to like expand her horizons, open her mind, try new things. So he orders octopus cocktail and deviled prawns. And she's like, why would I eat anything from the sea? The sea stinks. And so the food comes And she's not for it. She's not for it at all. She was like so disgusted by even looking at it. So she's sitting there. She's having a good time because she loves Alejandro. They're having a great day. 
and she's torn because she loves being at home. She loves obviously her her nana, nana Liz, and she loves her job. So she definitely wants Alejandro to move to the UK, but he wants her to move to Mexico. So that's really the problem, right? <clears throat> that's the problem. Where are you going to live? And if you guys both can't agree, that that's definitely going to be an issue because at the end of the day, I personally think she should move to Mexico. I think she needs that experience because I feel like she's a little bit closed-minded in that she's so stuck with her routine. And don't get me wrong, I think Katie's great. I think she's very sweet and bubbly, but I think she's also closed-minded. I feel like she hasn't traveled a lot in her life. I feel like she hasn't explored a lot in her life. And she, like tends to complain a lot about stuff that is not part of her routine, right? So I think even if they lived in Mexico for a couple of years, it would be a good experience for her. She can learn Spanish, get a little bit of culture in her life, and then they can decide from there. So anyway, she doesn't like the food. And she's like, well, maybe I'll close my eyes and I won't have to taste it as like, foreign object in my mouth or from the sea because again she thinks the sea stinks um she tries a little bit of it and then she freaks out she's like get this shit out of my mouth and she like spits it out and she's like so blah, 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 super dramatic about it and again that just showed me you guys that listen listen I get most people like what they like, right? Especially in America, you're gonna you're gonna eat what you eat, and and maybe there's not a lot of diversity in what you eat, but you're missing out when you don't at least give something a chance. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. And I felt like she was being extra and over the top. Like I get you like what you like, and perhaps you know ordering the octopus cocktail is over the top. Right, you, but you could start with the deviled prawns, right, and see and see how that goes. But be open, like just try it, cause you never know. I used to, as a kid, hate Brussels sprouts. I hated them, hated them, hated them. Now I roast Brussels sprouts all the time, and I love them. You know, you just never know until you try it. That's how I feel. So, <clears throat> Alejandro is trying to convince Katie to move to Mexico, and because he's doing that, he's also trying to propose to her on this trip. And he has a whole thing planned out. He's got this waterfall, beautiful hike, being outdoors and all the things planned. And he doesn't know though. He's nervous. He doesn't know, like, should he do it? Because Katie's not feeling well. And, you know, the day before was really nice. But again, at the same time, she was not feeling well. And she wasn't really open to adventure. So he's anxious. He's nervous. And they also have a long drive because they're going into a traditional Mexican city versus where he lives in the city. And it's going to be an hour hike to the waterfall. And she and he said, I told her, I was like, hey, listen, we're, today this is what we're doing. We're going to go on a hike. It's going to be like an hour long Katie decided that she didn't hear that. And so she decided to wear like a summer dress and a nice little cardigan. And so she wasn't prepared to go hiking for an hour. 
And she's like, you know, I'm not dressed for a hike. She's like in typical Katie fashion, you know, I'm wearing my dress. And he's like, well, you know, I told her that we're going for a hike, but she decided to still wear a dress. And he's worried because he's like, listen, I'm nervous because A, I'm already proposing. I don't know like where everything's going to land. I want her to live with me. She doesn't want to live here. She wants me to move to the UK. So he had all of those feelings. And then it started raining and it was cold and she was complaining the whole time. So she was complaining that it was cold out. She didn't have a jacket. She nearly slipped and she's worried that she's going to fall. And she just continued to complain the whole, Dopey Dope, where you been? Where you been, Dopey Dope? She's been complaining the whole time. So he's trying to have this romantic big gesture. He's trying to work up his nerves and anxiety to propose to this woman that he feels like he loves. And she's just complaining the whole time. So she's like, she's tired. It's too far. It's one hour. It's constant complaining on her part, right? But they get there. So they make it there. She doesn't fall. She doesn't break a leg, any of the things. And once she sees the waterfall, she's like, oh, this was worth it. And let me just start here. Right? So here she is in her summer dress. She does have, you know, sneakers, trainers on. So she had that going for her, but nothing else. So they arrive at the waterfall and she's like, the view is worth it. It's so romantic. Um, And then she asks this crazy question that I was just like, Katie, we love you please don't say stupid shit because that's just going to make you go down in our, our love category. So she asked Alejandro if this is a natural waterfall or if at night, so here's the waterfall. If at night, do they turn it off? Wait, what? What Katie, what are you saying exactly? Could you sound crazy a little bit? So he's nervous and he's worried because he doesn't know if it's a good idea to propose today because, you know, she's been complaining the whole hour hike. She's not feeling well. She didn't like the food. She's just complaining, complaining. So he's not sure. And he's panicking, right? So he's getting, he's having a panic attack because he's like, I want to do this. We made it here, but I don't know if I really should do it. I'm nervous. And I don't know, because I don't know where, where her mind is. And I don't know if she'll say yes. So he, he becomes super quiet. And then Katie's like noticing that he's being quiet. And so she starts laughing. He starts laughing. And he just says to her, you know, I'm so freaking nervous, but I'm glad you're here. He says, I want to ask you something important. Close your eyes, he says. And so she's like, okay. Right. So here we have the beautiful waterfall and, you know, he did really pick a really romantic spot. You guys like it, it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous waterfall. And so he's like, close your eyes. And I have, I want to ask you something important. And then he says, Katie, he gets down on one knee and says, Katie, will you marry me? 
And she says, yes, yes, a million times, yes, 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 yes. And then, so it was a really sweet proposal. He really made it special for her. You know, he popped out the ring and all the things. And it was really, really special. But then they were doing their to camera work. And it was just awkward because he was trying to show the ring, but she was like moving her hand around. And then they were trying to like kiss, but it was like super awkward. And I was like, oh, you two are still super awkward with each other, which is weird because you guys are about to spend the rest of your life together. But I guess, I mean, I guess they have time to figure it out. All right, moving on to Emma. Oh, Emma. You guys, okay. So you all know how I feel about online relationships. I just think that it's ridiculous. I think that you can't say that you're in a relationship with someone that you've never met, or in Emma's case, she's met one time. But her and Hussein have decided that they're getting married, y'all. And he proposed to her after all of these years. And so they're going to fly to Turkey and they're going to get married. Now, don't forget, they've been dating, air quotes, because really, honestly, air quotes. They've been dating for six years, but they've only met in real life one time. And that one time did not go well. And guess what? They met in Turkey. So they're getting married and they're flying back to Turkey to get married. And they think that that's a great idea. So... She's been holding this as a secret this whole time. So she's going to meet with her friend, Chaz. They're going to go for a walk. And she's going to tell her friend, Dopey Dope, thank you so much for the super sticker. I really appreciate you supporting my show. Uh, you guys, I've told you at the top of the show that all your support helps me make these shows happen. And I think that maybe I don't say it enough, but it, they, it really does help me. So, um, you know, support the show. So thank you, Dopey Dope. So she meets her friend Chaz. They go for a walk and she tells Chaz that Hussein has proposed to her. Now, here's the thing that's crazy to me, you guys, is that she's she's only met him one time. Six years. One time for one week. And it didn't go well. But you're in a relationship. Now, allegedly, according to her, he sent her the engagement ring via post, like in the mail. And after she got it, they got on FaceTime and he proposed to her via FaceTime. And you guys, the ring is amazing. It's huge. It looks amazing. All the things. And my first question, terrible for me to think, but I was like, the bodybuilder sent her this like one carat diamond ring with like two half carrots on each side she might want to totally go ahead and get that appraised because i i'm just having a hard time believing that it's real and i'm having a hard time believing that considering she's always sending him money and gifts that he's actually gonna be about something and do about something i just find it i just find it hard to believe so anyways uh he sent it in the mail. He proposed via FaceTime and her friend is like, well, are you ready to get married? You know, you've only met him one time and you've been like independent 
by yourself for so long and you haven't spent any real quality time with him. Like, are you ready to get married? And she's like, yeah, I'm ready. You know, we can't keep doing this forever. And so I'm ready for him to make a commitment and I'm ready to be married to him. I was like, oh, okay. And then later on in the day, she goes to meet her other friend, Claire, who is a esthetician and she wants to get a refresher because, you know, she's much, not much older, but she's like 10 years older than Hussein. And so she's going to get Botox in three areas. Like she wants to like, you know, look fresh. And, you know, here we say, go ahead and get a nip and tuck. I am not mad about it. Do you boo. Whatever makes you feel beautiful, whatever makes you feel great about yourself, go ahead and do it. So she's getting Botox in three areas and she's talking to her friend, Claire, and she's worried because she's like, you know, I think it's going to be hard for Hussein to adjust to the English lifestyle because he hasn't had the same proper freedoms where he lives versus where he's coming to. And she's like, you know, he's leaving his country, his mom, he's never met his stepdaughter. Cause remember she has a whole full on teenage adult daughter and he's coming into a situation that he's never been in. And so she's worried that he won't be able to adjust. But at the same time, she's like, you know, he's super sexy. He's hot. I want to take him to a club and I want to see him like take off his shirt and dance and all the things. And I was like, um, that sounds great and everything. But at the end of the day, like, are you guys going to be compatible? Because again, you spent one week together in six years, one week, you guys, one week. And I don't know if it's just me and I'm, I'm the skeptic, but I have to tell you, You've never met any of his family. You've never been to his country. You met in a country that neither of you lived in. So you were literally vacay bays. And in that one week being vacay bays, you didn't even have like the best vacay because you guys were fighting. And now six years later, even though you're FaceTiming and and texting every day, you're getting married. How is that going to work? Does he want kids? Clearly you haven't talked about money because you send him gifts and money all the time. And he wants that from you. But moving forward, what is that going to look like? Does, is he going to work? Are you going to work? How are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to save? How are you going to build for your future? And like the religion part too, like, what do you believe versus what he believes? Because he comes from historically, you know, Muslim society. So what is that going to look like? He's never met your grown ass adult daughter. So she already said that I'm not going to call him dad. How are you going to integrate that? And then you guys have never had sex. Not ever. Even the week you spent together, you guys never had sex. So like, are you sexually compatible? And you haven't had that conversation. Like how important is sex in a relationship? How often do you want to have sex? What does that look like? All of those conversations you guys have never had, but you guys are going to get married. For real, for real? Because honestly, this is all red flags to me. This is 100% red flags. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's not going to work out. So... <clears throat> 
Her friend Claire doesn't think it's going to work out either. The esthetician who's going to, who's doing her Botox, she's like, you know, Emma's been alone for so long. She's independent. It's been her and her daughter for so long that I don't know how she's going to integrate a man into her life. And she's worried that Hussein doesn't feel the same way that Emma feels and that Emma might get her heart broken. And we see Emma talking to Hussein who has to get this paperwork in for them to get married in Turkey. And part of that is getting that paperwork translated into Turkish. And he hasn't done it yet. He's taking his time. And she's worried that, will he get the paperwork back in time? And will he book his flight and be there? Because she's like, if you're not there and I show up, then I'm done. I'm done because you've had all this time and you haven't done anything. And here we are. So you guys, I don't have high hopes for them. I'm sorry. Like we just, we literally just met them. We still have a bunch of couples that we haven't met still, you guys, which is so irritating to me personally, but I don't, I don't see it. Like, I don't see it. You all see it. Am I missing something? Cause I don't see it. I feel like, you know, just like how Muhammad and Muhammad and E from 90 Day Fiancé and Muhammad's running amok right now. And if you guys haven't seen all the news that's going on with them and his his allegations, I'm just saying that that's this. That's this. This fool wants a better life and he thinks he can take advantage of Emma. And Emma seems very sweet and very kind and loving. And she's not seeing past the bullshit. But I, I just don't see it. Last and certainly not least, Sean and Emma. And listen, excuse me, this is Sean and Emma, Sean and Victoria. Victoria just needs to throw Sean all the way under the bus and take the double, the double decker bus and keep it pushing because he's a hot mess. He's a hot mess. He's not being honest. He has too many secrets. And I just think he's a scammer. I think he's an online scammer. But they left off having a fight, right? So she fought with Sean. She left him at um, the bar. And she found out that he was married. And when they first started talking and online talking, he was married, but he never said he was married. And she thinks that he's still married. And so she's really pissed off about it because she's like, he made me a homewrecker and that's not what I'm about. That's not who I am. So she goes to hang out with her friend Libby, who she met through a Japanese class. They went to Japan together. And that's part of like, you know, their bonding experience. And she tells Libby, you know, listen, I knew he had an ex, but it turns out that she's not so ex. And he hid the fact that he was still married to her. He had the fact that while we were still talking, they were married. And the reason they broke up is because he was talking to me. And so she doesn't know what to do. Because she's like, the whole time he's been lying, he never told me. And Libby's like, you know what? If I was you, I wouldn't be with him because it's a bit too naughty for me. Like, you don't know anything about him. He's been lying to you this whole time. Like, I just couldn't. Because how, how do you trust someone who's been lying to you from the jump, right? So <clears throat> Victoria's like, well, you know, listen, I'm scared to lose him. 
because I've put all of this energy and time and effort into this relationship. He's my best friend, yada, yada, yada. But she also says, if it doesn't work, she's done with dating. Like, if this doesn't work, I'm done. You know how Darcy says, I'm done, I'm done. Angela's like, I'm done, I'm done. Everyone, that's like the catchphrase for 90 Day Fiance when you're like pissed off. You're like, I'm done, I'm done. She says basically the same thing. Like, I'm done. I'm not going to date anymore if this doesn't work out. And I'm like, is what's the standard? You're going to say you're not going to date anymore, according to Sean, who's the biggest scammer two by four? Like, stop it. Just stop it. It doesn't make any type of sense. So, um, she doesn't trust him and she wants to see the divorce papers, which is very, it's, a, we've seen this, we've been there, right? With the family Chantel and Nicole and Alejandro, where Nicole is dating Alejandro, but she thinks he's still married. And finally, after, after two years, y'all, he finally produced the paperwork to say that he was divorced, but she leaves her friend Libby. She goes back to their extended stay that they're they're staying at and he shows her on his phone the quote and i say it loosely divorce paperwork right and so he's like you know what you said to me the other day all of it was right you're right i was still married you know when my mom died i was still with my wife and we were still staying together all the things that you said they were all true He's like, but I'm not married now. And she's like, are you still married? Even though he said, I'm not married now, she asked him directly, are you still married? And he's like, no. And he shows her the, the divorce certificate. And one of the things that was like a red flag to her was that it was issued in 2022. We're right in 2022. They filmed this last year. So like, are you divorced? Are you for real divorce? And she's like, I don't know. I don't believe you. It's all in Japanese. So I don't know if this is even true. Like, where would I look and how do I see it? If I took it to a friend who is fluent in Japanese and could read Japanese, would they say that this is an official divorce decree? And he was like, ah, eh. and yeah, guys, he's like, ah. he doesn't know. So she doesn't believe him. And he's like, you know what? And this was just super telling to me. You guys, this was super telling to me. He says, it's hard to lie about everything. So he's admitting that he's lied about everything. And then he says, it's a full scale story. So he's told her a complete story that he's telling to camera, but he hasn't told to her. And then he says, he's not such a great author. So he's, noticing that he's getting caught in all the lies that he's told her, but he's still not prepared to be 100% honest with her. And I, I honestly, you guys, I just don't get it. I don't get it. What does she get out of it? You have this liar, liar, two by five four who's married and you don't know anything about him. You don't know what he does for a job because he, apparently he's a YouTuber, but his YouTube hasn't been active in two years. And then he's like, married internationally but he's divorced in japan he says well what does that mean then he said he worked in new york but he didn't work in new york he then said like there's too many things and when he came over to see her he brought all his stuff like he was he was there to stay so 
I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. I just think he's scamming her 100%. So <clears throat> they're having this conversation about his lies. She feels like it's not going anywhere. So she just gets up and walks out again. And she's like, I need some air because I can't get a straight answer from this dude. And he constantly is just always lying to me. So that was the episode, you guys. I have to tell you that 90 Day UK is entertaining it's it's entertaining and I, i'm loving it but i feel like a lot of these couples are not going to make it like you can just tell off the bat and i said that about eve and muhammad and i'm going to tell you right now that richard and kathleen aren't going to make it victoria and sean are not going to make it because they're on different pages and different paths i think sean is a liar and a scammer and that's going to come out and i think richard this narcissist, like I'm the man behavior in 2022 is not working and it's not translating and people don't like it. And he might think that he's being funny and trying to be like the big ed version, the big ed UK version of 90 day fiance, but no one likes ed. That's it. That's all. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for being here. That was 90 Day Fiance UK this week. We'll be back with more next week. In the meantime, I will be back at 8.15 covering the family Chantel. That's just totally breaking my heart. I just really, after, you know, seven years, these fools need to work it out. So I'll see you guys there, 7.15, same place, right here. And uh, for those of you guys that I won't see later, have a great night. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Bye for now.